Welcome back to our podcast, Living Room Librarians, with your hosts, Emily Yates and Jenny Dry. We are the librarians of Green Hope High, and we hope you all are doing well during this first full week of sheltering in place. Maybe you are already doing that the first week out of school, or maybe you just started last weekend. Either way, we hope you've been finding some relaxing and creative ways to spend your time. I think it has gotten a little bit easier this week, getting used to the lockdown routine, starting to figure out how to make this work. I went out um, last Saturday morning just to get out and tried my favorite running trail, but it was blocked with barricades, which wasn't really surprising, but sad. Um, So I tried another spot and ended up finding this really beautiful alternate route that I had no idea existed. Um, My family also attempted making real bread from scratch for the first time, the kind that takes several hours to make. And we tried that twice and I think we're kind of good at it now. I've also been doing a lot of baking and cooking. Not wanting to go out to the grocery store as much, I've been trying to be creative by using ingredients we already have at home. I've made focaccia, yellow cake with fudge frosting, and snickerdoodles from scratch. But another thing I've really been enjoying is reading, and today we are going to share what we've been reading with you. Reading can be a great way to take a little mental vacation, especially when you have a lot of extra time on your hands. All our local libraries are closed right now, of course, so we decided to only share titles today that are also available as free digital downloads through the Wake County Public Library. If you don't already have a library card, no problem. You can go online and sign up for a 60-day temporary card. So, Miss Yates, what have you been reading lately? The first book I'm going to share is a historical fiction novel called The Downstairs Girl by Stacey Lee. Joe Kwan has a secret. During the day, she works as a lady's maid for the difficult daughter of a wealthy Atlanta family. But at night, she writes as Miss Sweetie, an outspoken advice columnist pushing for change in the repressive and racist Reconstruction era South. Joe must keep her identity as Miss Sweetie hidden, because if anyone found out their favorite columnist was Chinese American, her life could be in danger. Stacey Lee's book is a fast-paced historical fiction novel that explores Joe's bravery as she finds a platform for her voice. This is a really fun, empowering book that I would highly recommend. That does sound intriguing. I read Stacey Lee's book, Under a Painted Sky, last year, and I really enjoyed that, too. The first book I finished since we've been home is an e-book I checked out from the public library, Let's Call It a Doomsday by Katie Henry, which seemed appropriate for right now. Um, The main character, Ellis, is a junior in high school and a prepper, someone who goes to great lengths to be prepared for all kinds of apocalyptic scenarios by stocking up on food and other emergency supplies and gear. She's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so her family has always kept that tradition of setting aside some extra supplies in case of emergency, but her preparations go far beyond that. Ellis takes comfort in her faith, but she's also filled with doubt, and she has struggled to manage intense anxiety that has ordered her life for as long as she can remember. Then she meets Hannah, who confirms her fears by claiming she knows exactly how the world will end and when. Against her better judgment, she agrees to help Hannah find the mysterious prophet Dan, who she says can enlighten them on the coming doom. And in the process, Ellis also meets Tao, who challenges her to question why survival matters and to re-examine the life she's been living. I really liked this book. It was very thought-provoking and funny at the same time. And despite the title, I can honestly say it made me feel better about the way things might turn out. Next, we have a book review from our special guest, Esma, our GHHS book club president. Hello, I read The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. It was very interesting. 
The main character is Gatsby, but the story is being told by a side character named Nick Carraway. I really like that choice of storytelling because it provides a different perspective on the events that happen without any involvement. This story on a surface level is boring, <laughs> but when you look more into the details like how it reflects the 1920s American society, it gets a little interesting. And as of my rating, I will give it a 4 out of 5. Thank you. Thank you so much for that book review, Esma. It's great to hear from you. The next book I want to share is one I just finished this week, The Grace Year by Kim Liggett. And it was definitely a book I had a hard time putting down. In this dystopian thriller, when girls turn 16, they develop powerful magic and are forced to go on a grace year. They are assigned to a life of marriage or labor without say, and then are sent out into the wilderness together for a year to burn off their magic and keep the rest of the community safe. When women return from the grace year, if they survive madness and the poachers waiting to hunt them, they are docile, emaciated, and silent about their experiences. When the time comes for Tierney's grace year, she wants things to be different. She wants all of the girls in her year to cooperate and work together to make sure they all survive. But once they arrive in the wilderness, there are mysterious and divisive forces at work, and the greatest horror of all may be why they were really sent to the woods in the first place. This engaging novel has been compared to The Hunger Games, A Handmaid's Tale, and The Lord of the Flies, and I would definitely recommend it to anyone who enjoys dystopian fiction. If you're looking for something hopeful and also visual, I recommend Jarrett Krasowska's graphic memoir, Hey Kiddo. Krasowska is known for his work as a successful illustrator and graphic novelist, but as a kid, he often felt anxious and abandoned. He didn't know his father and never knew when his mother might drift in or out of his life as she struggled with heroin addiction. His grandparents, Joe and Shirley, were the ones who stepped in as default parents and later legal guardians. They were the ones who made sure he ate breakfast before school, gave him Christmas presents, taught him how to drive, and paid for him to attend art classes. They also had terrifying fights, and his grandmother could go from kind and caring to incredibly cruel without warning. By high school, comic-style art was the only reliable thing in an uncertain future where more surprises about his family, both heartbreaking and wonderful, awaited him. One of the things I loved about this book was that Krasowska included his old artwork from high school and from when he was much younger, um, so you can kind of see his progression as an artist. After schools began closing all over the U.S. the past few weeks, um, he started live streaming art classes each weekday. So if you like to draw, that might be a fun thing to try. The last book I wanted to share also has to do with art, and it's called I Love You So Mochi by Sarah Kuhn. Kimi Nakamura is a high school senior in California trying to please her artist mother by pursuing painting next year at a fine arts academy. But Kimi has a secret. She dropped out of her art class and prefers to design whimsical clothes for herself and her friends, a passion her mother thinks is frivolous. When Kimmy's mom finds out about the dropped class, she is furious. With tensions running high in the Nakamura household, an invitation comes from Kimmy's grandparents asking her to visit them at their home in Kyoto, Japan for spring break. Eager to get away from her mother's disappointment, Kimmy embarks on the trip, hoping it will provide her with some clarity for her future. Readers join Kimmy on her beautifully described journey as she makes discoveries about her family, herself, and love along the way. This was a really sweet book that you might like if you enjoy romance or books about self-exploration. So many good books to read. 
These are all of our recommendations for today, but we also wanted to let you know that Scott Rankin, author of the Nixia series, is offering a free online writer's workshop next week. All you have to do is follow him at, at Rankin on Instagram, that's at R-E-I-N-T-G-E-N, and he will go live at 1030 on Tuesday on his Instagram story. And just a reminder, if you'd like to read these books or find hundreds more to browse on your own, you can go to wake.gov forward slash libraries and click on the big library access from home banner to see everything they have available and sign up for a free library card. If you have questions, as always, feel free to reach out to us. Our contact info and lots of other resources are available on our website, greenhopemediacenter.weebly.com. Thank you.